Hello and welcome to Abuoli Dara's podcast where we explore wellness and health for women over 40. My name is Fiona Mze and I'll be your host. The subject today is reflexology and how this can support a woman through the perimenopause and menopause. My guest is Abby Brazil, who is a reflexologist based in North London. She specializes in women's health right from puberty through to the menopause, including fertility and pregnancy. She also specializes in reflexology to deal with stress, anxiety, and depression. Hi, Abby. Thanks for joining up Wally Darius today. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me. It was very kind of you to ask. All right. So before we start, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yes. So I am a clinical reflexologist Mm -hmm. and I live in Whetstone with my family and I've basically been a reflexologist for about five and a half years now. And I've got a level five mastership in reflexology. And it's actually the highest qualification that you can have within standalone reflexology in this country. I've also got some specialist training within reflexology for looking at reflexology, lymphatic drainage, and uh, reflexology for stress, anxiety, and depression. But actually, probably my greatest interest is within women's health. And this actually makes up one of the largest parts of my client base. So I've got some specialist training for reflexology in women's health, where we look at women from puberty through fertility, um, pregnancy, and then menopause and perimenopause. So, yeah, and I work from my house in Whetstone, which is in North London, and also work in a clinic in the Halen Centre, which is based in Crouch End, and it's a specialist organic and health shop with treatment rooms. And I also do go to some people's homes as well. Okay, that's really interesting. So for anyone who hasn't tried reflexology before, can you explain the history behind it, please? Sure. So it's a non-intrusive complementary health therapy and it helps the body to actually heal itself and restore its own natural balance. It's not an alternative therapy so that means it works alongside any medical care that you might be having. As a reflexologist I wouldn't ever tell you to stop having any medical treatment that you know your GP is deemed necessary basically. It works alongside that And it's basically based on the principle that all your organs, glands, your muscles, body systems are represented by reflexes that you can find on the feet, uh, lower legs, also the face, ears and hands. And when you apply some specific massage pressure techniques to these nerve reflexes, the circulation is improved to the relevant areas and the body actually begins to heal itself. So you can look at anything from physical, hormonal or even emotional blockages and try and um, release those through reflexology. And what's kind of quite special about it is that it's holistic. So you're actually treating the whole person and you don't ever just focus on one specific ailment that somebody's come for you're actually looking at trying to improve everything that's going on in the body at the same time so 
even in one session, you can be working on a multitude of problems. Also, just to say that reflexologists aren't allowed to diagnose any conditions. We also can't claim to cure or prescribe medications. So if you ever come across a reflexologist that states that they can do any of those things, you know that they're not properly trained. So yeah, just bearing that in mind. But in terms of how it came about, reflexology, it's quite interesting because it's actually quite a modern therapy. And it was developed in the 1930s by a lady called Eunice Ingham. Uh, and she was based in America. She was actually a physiotherapist. And she basically decided that she was noticing some uh, special results by looking at the feet and working on the feet. And what she did was mapped out the map that we kind of use today as our basis looking at where the glands, the organs, muscles, etc., are as reflexes represented on the feet. And she was building upon some work that was done by a doctor, William Fitzgerald. And he, in the early 1900s, developed something called zone therapy, which reflexology is kind of based on. And he worked out that the body was split into 10 zones and he discovered that actually by applying constant and direct pressure upon any one part of a zone could actually have an anesthetizing effect on another part of the body. So he actually um, did a paper where he was looking at uh, squeezing toes during dental treatments because toes are represented as the teeth. And he would use that to help try and run, uh, do some uh, surgeries on teeth, basically, where you could dull the pain by working on the toes at the time. That's fascinating. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, but it does have a historical background as well, even though it's quite a modern therapy, the way that we are using it today, because there's definitely some evidence that it did exist back in the kind of olden times so in lots of different countries there's not actually one country that can claim it to be its own so there's definitely some evidence within uh, Japan, India, China, Native America and actually in Egypt there's a hieroglyphic that was found from 2500 BC um, showing therapists working on the hands of feet and it was believed that that was reflexology so it's quite interesting it does date back but as we use it in today's society it's quite modern yeah it's it's fascinating I mean I I, I love having reflexology sessions and it yeah. always fascinates me how uh, much it's actually the feeling of well-being after the session Absolutely. You exactly. know, I, yeah I, I remember coming to you for one particular issue and then I'm um, coming back I'm thinking wow I feel I feel great <laughs> yeah well that's um, what's amazing exactly it does give you that sense of well-being yeah definitely. I was particularly interested to ask more about women approaching the perimenopause and the menopause how can reflexology support a woman through this phase of her life so yeah I mean I actually do see lots of women in their 40s and often they'll come to me with lots of different complaints and they won't even realize it. it's a sign of perimenopausal symptoms um, they might come with like insomnia or muscle aches and pains 
and joint pains or anxiety and actually these are signs of menopausal symptoms and you know they're not necessarily coming to me with hot flushes which is the typical you know symptom that we would experience most women think of as being the menopause signs and really it's something which we can help with across pretty much all the symptoms yeah and they do vary greatly from each woman to woman they can last a long time so it can be from two to ten years and even beyond that some some women experience hot flushes into their 80s for example and some women will have more intense periods of time where they've got strong symptoms and they'll maybe experience other times where they have got none and it will fluctuate because what's actually happening is that women's eggs are depleting over time so you're actually born with all the eggs that you're ever going to have and over time as you start having your periods the eggs get released and that you know is your period and as you get older your ovarian reserve which is the number of eggs you have and the quality of those and start declining and more and more are you know getting released so as these do start to decline the hormones that are produced within your ovaries, which are estrogen and progesterone, which you've likely heard of, they start to fall too. And it's here that reflexology can actually really help because we can help to balance those hormones and also improve the symptoms of pain and sleep and anxiety, etc. So the other thing really to say is that it's actually holistic, which I've mentioned earlier. So That means we will, as a reflexologist, look at everything that's going on with that person and we'll offer advice about ways that they can change things, not just in our reflexology session, but what they can do in their lives to help themselves as well. So we might make recommendations on changes in your lifestyle, in your diet, you know, any exercise or vitamins that you should look into taking and that could also help. So it definitely encompasses a whole change in in your lifestyle and well-being just by coming for some reflexology sessions. And also in particular, you mentioned um, depression and anxiety are one of the signs that a woman might get. So how can sessions support someone through this period? Because it's probably quite confusing for some people to be thinking, I've never had depression or anxiety, suddenly I'm feeling like this, you know. What's that about? Yeah, so it it basically can help, again, balance those hormones and can release endorphins because anxiety and stress and depression are basically fluctuations within your hormonal system. So by trying to balance those, it actually can help your body to heal itself and those feelings can slowly start to reduce even just having one session can give you this great sense of well-being and it can continue. The feeling doesn't necessarily just have to happen over one session. So when you've got a chronic condition, it can take a bit longer to have an impact, but definitely it just helps to flush out any toxins, boost the circulation um, and get the hormones rebalanced, which you know is really important for those types of symptoms. Okay. 
And for someone who hasn't had any sessions, is there a recommended number they should initially have to try and maybe have certain results or see certain results? Right. Well, so every person is obviously different. So you can't be very specific and say that exactly how many sessions someone's going to need because everyone will respond differently. And if you have had a chronic problem that's been around for a long time you're, you're likely to need more sessions than somebody who comes with just a short-term issue that something just happened quite recently so what I would normally say is having four to six sessions as a kind of bare minimum but it's usually after that time that you would see some sort of step change but actually you know there will be some people that come that don't need as many as that and then there will be some people that may need a bit longer more than that so that they can have this kind of step change basically yeah it makes sense I mean I know we're talking about women in particular but I guess this is a therapy that can be used by the whole family uh, you know children and yeah yeah absolutely um I I treat you know men women children I've got clients that are babies I've got clients all the way through to their 90s So for babies, you know, occasionally there are some babies that sadly have some conditions that need help with or even just for things like sleeping and colicky type things as well. And, yeah, it can treat um, generally all all people. There's not um, a limit in that. I am also trained to work through all trimesters in pregnancy because you'll find some reflexologists who won't be able to treat during the first trimester but that's just basically the training that they've had versus what I've had. There's a small number of contraindications and actually a few more within pregnancy as well, where it's advised not to treat and to make sure that that person's getting medical help that they may need for that. So, you know, that's something you would cover within a consultation just to make sure before they have the treatment and just things like uh, deep vein thrombosis and, uh, cellulitis which is a bacterial skin infection just you know you want to make sure that these people are getting the help that they would need medically before continuing with the reflexology. Okay and and also you mentioned um, one of the areas is helping women with fertility issues is that right? Yeah, yeah that's right. So, so would you have women coming to you in their 40s or trying to conceive and is that yeah. something you can help with? Yeah, I I see women from all ages who are struggling to conceive and, you know, women who've had children who then can't conceive a second time around or a third time around and women who've never been able to get pregnant, people who've had miscarriages, sadly, or even unexplained fertility reasons. They don't know why they're not actually able to conceive. And women who are 40 and whose rare in reserve is declining means that the quality of the eggs and the number that are available are reduced. So for those women, it it is always going to be that bit harder to actually conceive. So for those ladies, I've got quite more of a stricter recommendation in terms of treatment. So we would normally recommend at least two and ideally three cycles to have weekly sessions to basically try and make any step changes within the body, basically. And we, we look at everything. So I actually also recommend that men, their partners come for, for sessions because whilst women obviously are part of the issue conceiving, then men are also part of the issue. Yeah. So 
we don't always know where the you know the issue lies so I would look at sperm analysis and look at and um, recommend women taking different fertility tests and recommending how to track their cycles properly to see what's kind of going on because actually looking at taking your basal body temperature you can look at where or when you're ovulating in your cycle it might be at a different time to what you expect um, because it's not not every woman has 28 day cycle so by looking at the um, change in your basal body temperature and charting that you can actually possibly even see when you might have progesterone deficiencies um, or luteal phase defects which are actually really important to know because that might be the reason why you're not conceiving so um yeah it's really a whole uh, minefield of things going on yes. with the so that's yeah. that is a large part of the client base that I see as well okay and I was just going to ask if someone wanted to look up a credible reflexologist you know like someone who's qualified and what should they look at for yeah so um there's well not everyone actually will have an actual level of qualification because older reflexologists didn't actually there weren't actually levels that existed for those but you ideally would have a level three or above in reflexology. There's a website, professionalreflexology.org, I think it is, which lists those uh, people who are actually um, highly trained. And also the AOR uh, website also should have the Association of Reflexologists should have people that are highly trained. So ideally a level three or above level five is the top level that exists and yeah you just it is important because anyone can actually claim to be a reflexologist sadly it's not something which is regulated in the country so you could do a weekend course and say that you're a reflexologist can so you? yeah absolutely so it's it's really important to kind of be on top of that and ideally someone's training should have lasted minimum of nine months and ideally a bit longer than that so mine was um a year my training okay that's very useful to know because sometimes sometimes people might be looking for a cost-effective way but that doesn't necessarily mean it's they're the right people to go to yeah exactly it's definitely something to bear in mind that if the session is cheap then it might not be a qualified reflexologist yeah so definitely your checking and your due diligence and that oh that's really fascinating abby um before we close i was just going to ask what's the one thing or lesson you'd like listeners to take away so really i think what's quite you know something to think about is that it is a holistic therapy it can help everything going on in your life from emotional and physical and you know it's it's something for everyone it can be experienced from babies through to 90 year olds and it's a pleasurable experience so it improves your well-being it's enjoyable typically clients seem to just love the sessions so yeah it's, I, I fall asleep <laughs> yeah there's plenty of people who like to fall asleep plenty of people who like to even talk to me and um, sometimes it's, you know, not sometimes people don't have somebody to talk to about things. So it 
can be a release in that way as well, just getting things off your chest where you might not be able to talk to somebody about different problems that are going on. So it's just a wonderful therapy and can be experienced by anyone. Yeah. Okay. So Abby, where can people find you? Uh, you know, the social media handle, website yeah. details. So I've got a website, which is www.reflexologyroomlondon.co.uk. And also you can just find me on Google. If you search my name, Abby Brazil, um, you'll be able to find my website. Also, I'm on Facebook, which is www.facebook.com forward slash reflexology room London and Instagram also which is www.instagram.com forward slash reflexology room LDN great all right thank you so much Abby for joining us today and I hope some (laughs) clients find some value all right thank you and take care bye okay bye Thank you so much for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit www.awolidarespodcast.com. That is A-B-W-O-O-L-I-Darespodcast.com. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you enjoyed the show, I'd appreciate it if you shared it with friends and family. And remember, the information we discussed is not to be substituted for medical advice. We would always advise you to seek help from a doctor or other relevant professional. 